0: You're listening to a DM podcast. What for dinner? Stop licking each other. my banana. <laughs> Don't even think about it. He's touching me.
1: Okay, I'm going to count to three. Um, where are you? One. He's looking at me weird. Ryan,
0: where's the wine? Don't you let me get to three. <laughs> I love you, mummy. Stop playing with your doodles. This is beyond the chaos. This is beyond the chaos. Hello and welcome back to Beyond the Chaos with me, Amy Gerard, mum of three and, and me, Jen Muir, mum of four. Amazing. How are you? I'm good. How are you? How's your week been? Uh, chaotic as per always, but it's been good. It feels good to be here. Kids are all back at school, obviously. Uh, school holidays are over, See so you bye. And I'm kind of back into a, some sort of routine, which... I'm thriving on. How good is a bit of routine? I normally hate routine, but I, I, I feel like with kids, there needs to be routine. Yeah. It's, uh, it's good to have a break from
1: it. Really good to be back in the swing of the year. Yeah. So what's been your fail this week or this last um, few
0: weeks? You can track back if you need. Okay. So my fail is that, and I'm sure that there are people out here that can relate to this, but I cannot, for the life of me contact books. <laughs> I have I have watched YouTube tutorials. I have followed Instagram reels. I pull the ruler out. I'm cutting precisely. I don't know, it's like I miss that gene. I miss the contacting book gene. Yeah. Every single time I try to contact a book, I stuff it up, right? And and then I get bubbles. I get everything. I get bubbles. (laughs) I get the creases. The last book I tried to contact, I got so angry that I tried to rip the contact off and I ripped the whole front page off. And so then I flung it against the wall and had to go back up to Big W, buy a new book. I'd I'd bought three at this point. And then I was like, you know what? Don't even attempt it, Amy. You're pathetic. And so I took it to my next door neighbour. And the guardian angel, she gets it done. She contacted every time. it for you. Yeah, I, I need to outsource that shit. Yeah, you do.
1: And in fact, we have a neighbour who has a ten-year-old girl. She charges a dollar a book. What? <laughs>
0: what a legend! Dollar a book. I might send her a few in the post. Yeah. yeah. What? A dollar a book. Outsource, inflation. Outsource. So it's a fail, but if you outsource it, could be a win. Small win as well. Talk <laughs> to me about. Wait. Firstly, can you contact books? I cannot contact oh, oh, good. a book to okay, save good. my life. And, Great. in fact,
1: I gave up years ago and I buy those folder thingies that yes. you just jam them into. Where and, do you get them from? Um, Office Works. <gasps> okay.
0: <laughs> A place that I don't frequent very often. But, yes, I will go there for those books precisely. <laughs> yes. So what is your fail for the week? Well, your
1: book fail reminded me of my <laughs> massive book, book fail, which happened um, back at the start of term. Yes. Um, And it's a, it's just a bit of a funny one that I wanted to share. So basically I had a friend of mine call me one night and she's just like, oh, my goodness, my husband is so mad at me, I forgot to order my son's books. Mm. And I was like, oh, you poor thing. don't worry, we've all been there. Yep. Okay, and then I'm on the phone to another friend. She's like, oh, my God, I'm I'm in dire straits. I forgot to order my child's books. She's really upset. She's a kid you don't want to do that to. And I said, don't worry, you're not the only one. My other friend did it too. Like, don't worry, don't worry. And then literally my son goes to school, comes home and says, (laughs) Mum, I had no books. I sat in class like an idiot and I had – and he is not the kid you want to do this to – and I had every single friend I know say – how come you have no books? Yeah,
0: because you were too busy consoling your other friends who also hadn't
1: booked books. (laughs) So I'm there giving all my friends therapy and going, don't worry, I'm sure there's others who have done it and little do I know, I've done it too. You're one of them. So as always, humbling, humbling my life. But anyway, that's my fail.
0: Yeah, listen, I'm going to be the mum that doesn't order books either. So (laughs) I'll be right there with you. Okay, so we have been absolutely slammed with listener questions and people reaching out, asking for advice, waving the white flag SOS. Yeah, it's been so good and the Facebook group is just – going off we're just loving the
1: people are sharing like your when and then tip amy amy is now a parent educator she's so good I love amy's this. tip around bringing more calm to your mornings yes. is going
0: off in the group uh, uh, i'm the new parenting educator from yeah, this on this town. platform guys yeah. <laughs> in town watch out book coming soon small people little feelings <laughs> or something like that the opposite to jen um, no, but I yeah, that is a little kind of um, the incentive, like incentivizing my kids, and it it has absolutely. Pay dividends. Well, it's working for others too,
1: so yes, I absolutely so love it. And so, um, and someone else shared with us, like we talk about Dino Nuggets so much. And someone <laughs> on the Insta page shared some video of some guy taking Dino Nuggets to the next level. Was that a mountain of a mashed mountain, potato? Mountain of mash and gravy. Wow. And I'm just loving it. So, so excited to have you guys all here and keep yes. sending those voice notes. Yep. And remember, if you do want a question asked, um, really helps us if you do send it as a voice note to either the yes. email or to our. Yeah, just send it in Instagram is so easy. And if it cuts you off at a minute, don't worry, just record a few of them. That's fine. Yeah.
0: And I think what we're going to do now is because we are getting so many, we're going to try and do tour episodes we so are. that we can try and like Smash get to them. as many people as we can. Yeah, we're going to do it. What's your problem? I need some help.
1: First voice note we're going to do today is from Megan with a four-year-old on a beige diet. And I think we're all going to relate.
2: Hi, ladies. I've been having some trouble with my four-year-old and food and I would love some help, please he eats the house out when it comes to fruit and yogurt but only one kind and is very much on the beige diet i try to offer a variety to him along with a safe food however this has now been going on for almost two years and the safe foods are becoming less and less i honestly can't remember the last time he had a vegetable that wasn't a hot chip i feel like i have tried everything hiding it serving up just literally one pea or whatever to not overwhelm him cooking in different bone broths etc to add in some nutrients but it's like he knows it's there I've even tried bribing him with screen time or ice cream and he just says that he doesn't want it. And I've explained that we eat these things to be healthy or that we eat this so we're strong and we can play and he just comes back at me that he doesn't want to play or he doesn't want to be healthy. I try so hard just to stay calm but I'm kind of now at my wits end and the mum guilt that I feel over his diet is huge. I try to remind myself that he's happy, he's got his energy, he's meeting all his milestones, that he's fine but I still really feel like I'm lacking when it comes to his diet. Um, Any help on how to help get over this food fit will be very very much appreciated. So I am not
0: going to give advice here, but I am going to say that you are not alone because I too have a four-year-old who loves beige food. And my first two eat everything. They eat the rainbow yep. and they've never been fussy eaters. And then you've got Kobe who, again, like your son, also eats a house down, but also most beige things. Loves yoghurt, loves your cult. He will eat a lot of fruits, but he also loves biscuits and packets of chips. And he's actually got a very unhealthy beige diet. Loves pasta, doesn't want it with a sauce. Loves bread, you can't really put anything on it except butter. Also beige. Um, <laughs> Chicken so nuggets. Does he sh- like a dino nugget? He doesn't even really like nuggets. Okay. Likes chips. Yep. Hot chips. Yep. I've also struggled with this, but the thing is, he's a happy, thriving kid. That's right. So it's like, am I? Do you pick your battles, or I do? Sometimes feel a little bit guilty. I've been trying to get those veggie juices into him, yep. and he's like, yeah, no, it's green. Yeah. So I would love to know if you have any help for both of us. Oh look, and I—I've had a kid who
1: is extremely fussy yes. eater, and we—it was so so full on. We've done everything and anything, so I have heaps to say. Um, but I want to start by acknowledging. That my gosh, this mum is doing an amazing job. Yeah, um, you can hear how much she's. Tri- I mean, bone broth. I don't know oh about God. you, Amy, Amy. I have never <laughs> used bone
0: broth. You are going above and
1: beyond. You are killing it, lady. So I just want to acknowledge that. Like I can hear how hard she's tried, yes. and I just think from the minute we handed a baby and we're told you need to breastfeed that baby, and you know sometimes we can't control what that yeah. little sucker does, yeah. right? So we. This is one of the things about parenting, and particularly like around food around sleep, around toileting, kids have to feel safe to do these things Mm. and we can't force it. So it's one of those things that is so out of our hands. There are other things as parents we can force and yet when it comes to eating and particularly fear around food, Mm -hmm. the more we force, the more they they force back. So I definitely do have some advice. So the first thing I would say is you know ditch the guilt and then what we need to do is try and lower the pressure because yep. what happens is we've got a child that's feeling a bit worried about trying new food and what we have to do is work out well where is the fear coming from mm. so the fear for many kids can come from a sensory base and so this mum might want to think about whether there are and we've talked about sensory stuff mm-hmm. in previous weeks because Amy I have has sensory some issues, issues. <laughs> yep. but is there more going on at at a sensory level. So thinking about whether this same child avoids bright lights, loud sounds, beaches, busy places, is there more going on at a physical level, scratchy labels? All of these would be signs that maybe there is some sensory avoidance going on and maybe even some OT would be useful. The other thing we want to kind of rule out is, is there a physical something going on? So even just getting, is there a speech issue I'd be interested in? Mm. Just because if the tongue can't manipulate food from the front to the back of the teeth, for example, kids won't eat meat because they could choke and die. Oh, my God. Kobe has speech. He needs to see a speech pathologist. And I've said he's basically vegetarian. He won't eat meat. Yes, because meat, you need to be able to chew it 30 Mm. times. So if you can't manipulate food from the front to the back of your mouth. So you could go to a paediatric dentist or a speechy who specialises in eating. Right. So there's a few of those around. So there are a couple of things just to rule out because it's really important we think about it. So is it sensory? Thinking back, was there trauma? Has your child ever choked or have they ever sort of been forced in a way that they had this terrible experience? Sometimes even if they got um, gastro following eating meat, they just think it's like their brain goes, it was the meat that did it. Right. And we all relate to that. So we want to sort of think about that. And the other thing is, has there been lots of pressure? understandably we feel so responsible for making our kids eat and if we've been there standing over our kid going come on just try one pee do they kind of dread meal times like oh this is that horrible time of day my mum and dad get really anxious and I get anxious really stressful so absolutely get it been there and I've made all the mistakes, but really want to sort of say if we can try to think about fear as being the primary issue, how do we lower fear? One of the best things we can do is just encourage connection. So we want to make meal times about being together. We want to lower all the pressure around trying everything. So you as a parent have to come to the table ready to just say it's about being together. And you get those safe foods on and we're going to celebrate any win no matter how
0: small. Can I ask, what is a safe food?
1: Yeah, so a safe food is a food your child
0: you know that it's going to eat. To eat. Yeah, okay so if, you.
1: if your child only eats jats, crackers. Hot chips. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> then what you do is you make sure there is a safe food. And there's other little things we can do. So you can have a not ready to try it bowl. On the table, right? So we put the not ready to try it bowl on the food because some kids don't even want to tolerate a food they don't yet eat. Being on their plate. Yeah. yeah. Kobe. Right? Scary. Mm-hmm. He takes so, it off. Yeah, he takes it off. So what we can do is say, mate, I totally get it. And what we're doing is promoting that growth mindset by having the not ready to try it yet bowl. So it's not mm. like never, never. It's like not ready for that yet, mate. That's okay.
0: That's all right. Put it in the bowl. You'll get there. So we're just... <laughs> God, that, that is a, that's even more effort. Like just, oh, here, I'm just going to make some food that I know you're probably not going to touch for like eight months, but here you go, just add to my labour. Here you go. I'll be launching that food across the room by the end. You'll try the not try it ready bowl, whatever it's called. And, and how does that go? I mean, yeah, no, it, um, it never ends well. So I, I'm, I'm still trying to get, Kobe, just to eat just one broccoli tree, just one yeah. No. So
1: the the truth is, the more we force, their no, child's know, instinct is to fight us. That's their job, right? I know. And the more we force the broccoli, I mean, we never force ice blocks, do we? <laughs> so take the pressure off. Good foods and bad foods, mm. and just eat food. Look at your child's nutrition over a week. And again, this mum said this child is thriving. He's healthy. He's tracking. Yeah. We have to look at that. If you check them out, they're growing okay all we can do we can, we can lead a horse to water cannot make it eat broccoli
0: <laughs> <laughs> well I look at like Kobe will have like a sandwich he'll have his yogurt he'll have his fruit he'll have his yogurt, and then he might have plain pasta for dinner but so I feel like overall whilst yes dinner is very frustrating because I've got old mates over there like his siblings eating bloody oh, fresh salmon yes he's like I just want he just wants hot chips but from a overarching perspective he his diet's okay Exactly. So we've
1: got to look at whether our child is happy and healthy. I do want to make a note about something called AFRID, which is Avoidant Food Intake Disorder. AFRID. So one of the things to look at, and I don't know if that's going on with this this child, but just making sure that's not going on, that's where kids not only have a standard kind of avoidant fear, phobia of food, but it's quite serious. And there is specialised help available. And if anyone suspects that for their child, just jump in the Facebook group and I'm happy to give you some referrals about where you can go to get help with that as well.
0: That's amazing. I actually have a girlfriend who's really struggling with her two-and-a-half-year-old and I will absolutely pass that information on. Um,
1: kids with AFRAD uh, often have a history of trauma. So often they had like really swollen tonsils or reflux or something that made their early years when they were first trying food really traumatic for them Yes, um, or sensory issues that were really more extreme. Um, so that's one of the red flags for that. And then kids that are like, honestly, they would rather, no matter what you bribe them, they would rather die than try new food. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So okay. that, that, if that's the case, you're not alone. It's yep. actually one in thirty kids, so oh, well, it's much it's more quite, common than yeah. you realise. And there definitely is some help available. So um, Alfred, Al- A. Alfred,
0: Alfred, oh. Alfred. <laughs> Alfred. like <laughs> Afro with a D.
1: A F R I D. A F R. Avoidant food intake disorder. disorder. Okay, so that that is I hate saying the word disorder, but That's very good in I could be wrong about that. What we can't undo is if we create a really stressful situation where we're stressed and our child's stressed around coming to the table, yep. that's the bit we can't undo. Eventually, kids eat. Even my super super fussy child who's now 12, mm. like we've had the most biggest breakthroughs just this year. He's in year 7 and so it comes. I do want to give people it just hope takes some and time. actually it the, you know yes, you can and once you've created space and made the mealtime safe,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then you've got an opportunity to extend your child with time. But just trust a little bit in the process and ditch that guilt because we can lead a horse to water. That's right. But we can't make it eat broccoli. Nay.
2: <laughs> this is Beyond the Chaos.
0: Oh, so much chaos! Next question we have is from Chelsea. She has a five-year-old who always expects a present. Hey guys, absolutely love listening to your podcast. So I have a question. I have a five-year-old boy who is an only child. And as you can imagine, he does get a bit spoiled at times. Um, You know, sometimes when we're out shopping, we have bought him things. But it's getting to the point now where every time we go out, he just expects to have something. And it's getting to the point where I'm sick of saying, no, you can't have that. No, not today. Let's, no, we're not going to do that. Like it's, I feel like I spend my life saying no to him. So I'm just after some tips or tricks as to how to make a going out experience, (laughs) going to the shop's experience a little less, um, more, you know, less stressful um, with not having to say so many no's. Um, Would love your advice on this. Thank you. Um, Well, can I just also just jump in here? I have three children um, and every single outing we go on, they're asking me for something and I am constantly saying no. And I think that this is incredibly normal. I remember being a kid and every time I stepped foot in Big W or Woolworths, I was trying my luck. Hey, can I have a push pop? Can I have this? Can I have a stuffed teddy? Can I have this? Can I have some gum? And my mum was like, no, 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 no. And every now and again, she'd crack and I'd I'd win her over and I'd I'd get something. But if you're not trying, you're never going to get something. 100%. So I think... Even my kids, and I got into a really bad habit of, like, saying, oh, when you go to preschool, like, I'll pick you up and mummy will have a little snack or a little treat. And it took me years to get them out of the habit yeah. of expecting a treat. I mean, Kobe Stool, every single time I pick him up from preschool, is there a lolly in the car? <laughs> no, babe. No, that stopped like a year ago. We're done. But the, every time I go to the shops... All three
1: try their luck. Of course. And I was going to say, Chelsea, you are not alone. Yeah. I feel like I am just the no machine. <laughs> yeah. um, it just it's makes no, so no, much no, sense. No, 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 no. And I, and I think that um, one of the things that I heard in the question is that um, she's sort of saying, look, he's an only child. And I think sometimes we can think that – you know, we are to blame for what is just normal behaviour. Yes. So I just want to reassure Chelsea and say, yeah, like, you know, I've got four kids. <laughs> Two are like consumer machines. Yes. Like my youngest literally is on Amazon every oh night. Oh my, God, my what, daughter. Okay, can, can I add to cart
0: mum? <laughs> and loves a purchase. <sighs> Charlie, I was actually on Amazon the other day because I was getting some like um, skincare container thing to make it more organised. And she was like, well, I'll have one of them too. And I'm like, you don't even have skincare, babe. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, but if you're getting one, I want one. I was like, no. She wants retinol. Yes, she would. (laughs) I'm like, no, but she tries her luck nonstop. Every single day since my thing, did you order me one? Did you order me one? No, babe, I haven't. I don't know how many times I have to tell you, you're not getting one. Yeah, so completely. it is. It is completely normal, but still,
1: normal. Um, Chelsea wants an answer. So oh I've God.
0: got. I'd like an answer too.
1: <laughs> do you have an answer? Yeah, yeah. So I do. I do
0: have a bit of it. I've always got an answer. Oh, anyway. All right, all right. <laughs> <Barely> expert.
1: <laughs> okay, so I mean, this is a little bit about boundaries, and I guess what I'd say is. Because I did um, message Chelsea and I said, Look, have you been doing any prepping? She said she does prep him. So she says, um, just before they go out now, don't forget, we're not getting anything, which is really good. So she's prepping him in advance that there will not be a purchase. But he kind of hears that, I think, and thinks, Yeah, well, you've said that before and I'm still going to try because
0: that's what I would do. That's my job.
1: (laughs) So I think what we can do in our preparation is make it, sometimes we say, now, remember, you're not getting anything, but there's kind of that air of like, if I can hold to it, right? So we've got to remember when we do the prepping, we want to get down eye to eye and go, hey, like, literally look in my eyes. I know that when we get to Big W, you're going to want a toy, okay? Mm -hmm. And I know how hard that is and how much you're going to want it. And you're probably going to think that if you nag and nag, I'm going to say yes. But I'm letting you know now we're not buying anything. Mm. So we're really being crystal clear, which is kind, with our child about what is going to happen. And then you, you're going to have to stick to that in the moment, yes. uh, which is hard in
0: public, right? Of course.
1: I mean, ha- have you ever carried a child out of...
0: A multiple k- times. <laughs> like a football, multiple <laughs> yeah. times.
1: Out of, out of a Kmart yeah, because they wanted mm-hmm. something? Yep, that's me. Mm-hmm. I've, I, like one time, I swear, I carried a child out of a Kmart kicking and screaming and people were ready uh, to call
0: docs. I had one, I'll <laughs> never forget this moment. I was coming out of Target. I had Kobe, four months old, but the size of like an eight-year-old, strapped to my chest and Bobby had well and truly malfunctioned. Charlie was hysterically (laughs) crying. She wasn't as dramatic and I was walking out. Bobby had gone limp and I couldn't carry him. I couldn't carry him. Like a sack Yeah, like a a bag of potatoes. And I was just – I was like, I just need to make it to the entrance and I was just dragging him, holding Charlie's hand and while Kobe's screaming like he hadn't been fed in like six months. Oh, my gosh. And everybody was looking at me, and there were some mums who were like, "Salute, like yeah. I, I, I see I, you." I, I see you. And then there was dads, and then there was other people who were being like, "What the fuck is going on?" So yeah, children, we've these been days. there.
1: Yeah, children these days, <laughs> they're so um, badly behaved. So the prep work are really important, you, and you got to resolve yourself a bit, right? So we're prepping our child saying, you're not getting anything, which she's doing, but really be clear. And then we want to say, and listen, if you do ask, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a photo of it and we'll put it on your birthday list. So give them a way to, I don't know,
0: make that moment go a little bit better. So that can be
1: helpful. Do you do that?
0: Uh, No, I don't. No, (laughs) I do not. I just... um, you just say no? uh, It's a hard no. Don't ask me again. That's what I I say. And that...
1: that's okay too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think what this mum, what I get from her question is, I think even just hearing us talk about having seven kids between us who also just constantly ask for stuff, I think that's going to help her feel less alone. I, yeah. And I, I think that maybe her worries probably lie a little bit in what you mentioned. Like she might think that it might be an only child thing, yep. but we can reassure you that it is absolutely not. It's, it's just a it's just a kid it's thing. It's just a
1: kid thing. It's in their nature to want things. So you are not mucking this up. Yeah. Your kid sounds beautiful. Yes. And and completely normal. Yes. And like them all, <laughs> loves a purchase.
0: Loves a, Who doesn't? <laughs> I still ask my mum for stuff when we go out. <laughs> this is Beyond the Chaos. What's chaos, mum? Let's finish on a high. Talk to me about your win for the week. Huge win. Our seven-year-old could not
1: ride a bike until this week. And he is now riding a bike. Credit to the Oracle. Yeah. (laughs) Because you
0: did nothing to help that. Yes. Because this
1: child is hard, right? Yeah. And and he was very resistant. I can't do it without training wheels. And I was like, I have to get this kid riding a bike. Yes. He's seven. His friends are riding. Yes. It's too late already. Yes. We did it. Yes, we did the towel. Amazing. We did the towel around the seat and the poor Oracle. So you wrap a towel around you the bar below down. the seat. You wrap, twist it up really tight. You hold the towel and you run along, and it's easier to hold the bike up. So then you can kind of loosen the reins. Oh, and if they wobble, you tighten the reins. Any, all the Oracle ran around our local park. Yeah. Consistency. Just every day,
0: just and started I, small, and I'm so proud of them. I also feel like. But riding a bike is like driving, like you'll be like, Oh, I can't do it, I can't do it, and then it'll just click. Yeah. And you anyway, can do it. You he's can ride a so bike. proud of himself. Oh I'm so proud of the Oracle. Oh, I'm so proud it's of him and the Oracle. What about you? What's your win? Um, my win, just on the topic of sports, is that my four-year-old can now swim incredibly confidently <gasps> and without that's floaties, amazing. without any assistance. What's oh, the best feeling? Oh man. And I think because our whole, basically, our whole entire street is always in our pool yep. every single afternoon. Um, obviously, I'm still always supervising, yes. but I can relax slightly. Like, I can oh. go inside and watch through the window because our pool window looks straight out onto the pool and I can prepare dinner at the same time. Because Kobe, and not only has he just taken to the pool like a fish out of water, no fish in, in water. water yeah but a competent he's, fish he's a really confident fish he's swimming from one end of the pool this is my 4 year old all the way to the other underwater
1: that is incredible like, and what a relief as a parent when you finally don't have that fear that they could just drop in and sink like a stone right? and
0: i think yeah and i we were really diligent with our swimming Training, I guess. Swim, swim lessons. Le- swimming lessons. Yep. Far out. That's what I was trying to get. Olympics, um, Olympic yeah. athletes. We're raising here, <laughs> and I was like, I just need them to be able to swim because yeah. I just need to know that if they ever fell in the pool, they could get themselves to the side safely. 100%. And we are there. Win. It's a win. It's a we're huge biking, win. We're biking, we swimming, we're
1: a, and that is
0: it. A family full of athletes. <laughs> yes. Um, Lance Armstrong and who's a professional? Uh, Susie O'Neill. It's a boy. <laughs>
1: Anyway, we're winning. We're kicking goals. Thank you so much. Thank and you. Uh, don't forget to join us in
0: the private group and and send on you our your Insta questions and send your questions. And we love you all. And I hope you're enjoying the video content as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's pretty special. Yeah, like, that's it's pretty, good. You get a bit funny. of a you get a bit of an Amy and Jen vibe. Yeah. All right. Thank you for joining us, guys, and we will see you in a fortnight. See ya. Bye. Bye.